Welcome to Hard Talk, a podcast that looks at how we use technology and specifically ICTs in our daily professional and personal lives. Be it technological advancement in the transport industry, the revolution caused by the mobile phone, I also cover the disruption it is causing in the food and also the building industry. I'm your host, Robert Yawe, an ICT practitioner with over 30 years experience. Trucano was buzzing a while back with the discovery of oil. A system of how the extraction was to be done was put in place. How it is going to be moved to Lamu and exported to refineries kilometers away to convert it into refined products. Same process applies to how we deal with our data. Extraction process. Exchange is done as transportation for the crude oil. Then the data is refined through a conversion process, such as my bank converting digital data to PDF files. Sounds good, that correlation, doesn't it? But are we doing it? Is the process of data refining as seamless as I have just put it? The answer is no. Synaptic Solutions is an ICT company dedicated to enabling infrastructure visibility. We provide smart monitoring of your data facilities by implementing intelligent environment monitoring systems. For more, contact us on plus 254-7294-83385 or email us on smartdatacenter at synaptic.co.ke. Synaptic, spelt S-Y-N-A-P-T-E-C-H. Synaptic Solutions. Enabling Infrastructure Visibility. In this episode, I'll be discussing case of preaching wine and drinking water. We are always discussing data as a new oil, but yet many of us are riding bicycles. At various conferences during the coming year, you'll hear people talk about big data, AI, and all these other big buzzwords. But many a time, this will be nothing more than people who are preaching one thing but consuming something else. For the last five or so years, I've been requesting my bank to give me my bank statement in a machine-readable form. For some reason, they believe that a PDF is a machine-readable format, not understanding that this would require conversion to allow me to upload the data into my accounting or financial systems. It's no different from our great friends, Safaricom, on the other end, who give me my MPESA statement in PDF format instead of giving it to me in CSV or in XML so that I can import this into my various other applications to be able to extract information from this. Safaricom walks around telling us how they are leading technology company. Yet, some of these acts, they are unable to give me data in a form that I can make use of it. Many of times you'll ask, why? And I've done this. I have talked to many of them. And at one point, my banker told me that the reason he gives me my statement in PDF is to stop me from editing it. So I wondered, if I edited the data on my statement, does it mean that my bank balance would change? On the other end, we have our government who walk around globally telling the world about how we are the ideal destination for data services, for BPO. We're even setting up something we are calling the Silicon Savannah. I believe it's silly as in S-I-L-L-Y and it's a cone. We have no appreciation and we are not embracing technology. Maybe apart from the Kenya Revenue Authority who are pushing ahead to try and use technology to broaden the tax base. The government claims to be digitally aware. Yet if you drive down Uhuru Highway, all you find is flashing deadlights and policemen trying to manage traffic one roundabout at a time with total oblivion to the fact that all roundabouts along Mombasa Road, 
need to be treated as a single entity. What's shocking is I have 600 numbers or more for various government ministries and departments. Doesn't it make sense that the government should give us a single number for which to reach them? Why should I have a separate number for State House? One for the Deputy President's Office, another for the DPP, another for the Attorney General, another for the Ministry of Water. Yet it is one government. Why can't they give me a single number that I can dial and I can get through to an operator who will then direct my call to whoever I want to talk to. This same shenanigans is found at your Huduma Center where you have counters dedicated to particular activities. It reminds me of the banks years back when they had accounts that were dedicated to first letter of your surname. We have come a long way in other areas, but in some areas we've actually moved backwards. As Kenyans, I suspect we have a phobia for data. We don't know what to do with it. We keep reversing it from one format to another and then back to a format that no one can, can use apart from on paper. Some of you might ask, what is machine-readable data? Machine-readable data is data that's given to me from one machine and can be imported by another machine. My bank statement sits on, a, on computer equipment at the bank. If the bank gives me my statement in CSV format or in XML, it means that I can import it directly into my accounting system without having to re-enter the information. Now that saves me a lot of time and allows me to be able to move on and go and do the business that brings in the money instead of trying to have my accountant go through five, six pages of PDF files to try and do a bank reconciliation. Where do we get it all wrong, I ask? We get it wrong because we are afraid of data. Many a times I keep hearing statements like data is the new oil. If data was the new oil, then why is it that the extraction of oil in Turukana seems to get more mileage and more visibility than the extraction of other kinds of data and its analysis? We need to embrace data as what is critical to producing information and from there what is critical to get AI. AVTech is a leading systems integrator that provides environmental monitoring for your data center, server rooms and even cold storage facilities. We are inspiring imagination. We are striving for innovation. Together, we are advancing world-class integration. These products are available in Kenya from Synaptic Solutions. AVTech, IT and facilities environment monitoring made easy. What needs to be done for us to move forward on this issue? What I would say is unless as an individual you have the habit of collecting and analyzing data, don't expect this to transition to anywhere else. Unfortunately, just like the oil that we'll be extracting in Turukana, putting into a brand new pipeline that is heated to be able to carry that sticky stuff down to Lamu, where we'll put it on a foreign ship and ship it off to a foreign land where it will be refined and then shipped back to us as an end product. That's exactly what we do with our data. You pack up your data today, ship it off to Facebook, to Twitter, to WhatsApp, who then analyze it and then come back and use the same to extract from us money and to also learn patterns. Why machine-readable data should be taken seriously in this day and age? The volume of data we are generating is of too high a volume for a human to be able to analyze. So the quicker we get to the point where we allow machines to talk to each other, the faster we'll get towards a knowledge economy. This podcast is hosted by Robert Yahweh and the content is based on articles written on the monthly magazine CIO East Africa. Production is done by Acute Media. Thank you.